Predictions are dangerous. We absolutely need more inventory. The Fed doesn't actually have a lot of tools to regulate inflation. That cash has dried up. Wow, is my first thought, Bruce. If both parties don't win, it doesn't happen. The Real Look. Trending News. G'day, everyone. Today is Wednesday, April 12th. I'm Bruce Hardy. And I'm Chase Williams. And this is the news you need to know. Well, Chase, rate lock volume jumped 43% in March on the back of seasonal tailwinds, falling interest rates, and strong purchase market performance. In fact, lock volumes increased across the board, led by purchase locks jumping 44% in March, well above the 30% average February to March gain seen across the past five years. And that's according to Black Knight's Originations Market Monitor report. What are your thoughts around that? Well, Bruce, first I would say that the title of this article indicates that it's because there's a lot of rate sensitivity in the market. I don't actually agree with that, to be honest with you. Yes, the rates are fluctuating a little bit back and forth on a fairly regular basis. But if you think about it, Bruce, I would argue that after a massive increase in a short period of time last year, buyers are getting more comfortable with about the rate that we're at now, right? And we're in that 6 to 7% range and have been for a little while, even as it fluctuates. And so for me, I think that there's an amount of time it takes for people to tolerate such a change. And then after that period of time, then it becomes less of a big deal, whether it changed a quarter of a point this way or a quarter of a point that way. The fact that it doubled last year, obviously we saw that create a high level of sensitivity. Mm-hmm. The other thing I would say, Bruce, is, Sometimes these articles can be written in such a way that are a little confusing, right? It sounds like the rate volume is up dramatically. Well, it's up more seasonally from March to February, as we're used to seeing, about 15 percentage points. But it's still actually down dramatically from last March, 40% down, as a matter of fact, compared to March of 2022. So I only say that because... As we're trying to understand what's happening in the national market and then certainly in our local markets, we should be looking at trend lines much more so than we're looking at a change from day to day. Because unless it's dramatic, we want to know where it's going and where it's been, not necessarily having whiplash on a daily change. I agree with you. And I think a couple of things here. One is I think we have some pent up demand. Like you said, Chase, it takes a while for the general public to get used to a rate right? Particularly when they increased as quickly as they did. There's no doubt that the month over month volume in terms of rate locks is going to be down significantly from last March, right? And these numbers are going to start to show differently after we get to July. And the reason being is that the market was hotter than a pistol in the first Mm -hmm. six months of the year and then fell off a cliff in July. I do think, though, that there is some rate sensitivity on the part of buyers. As I said, I think there's some pent-up demand. And when you see the rates drop nearly half a percent, it would make sense because of the volatility that people would go and lock their rates, you know, trying to lock in that lower rate in order to be able to close at a lower rate, hoping that they'll avoid any upswing in the market in terms of price sensitivity on the current interest rates. It's pretty fascinating. I do believe that there is some of that. And yet we're struggling with a lack of inventory. And we're going to talk about that in one of our other stories. The other thing that struck me was the share of FHA loans in the market increased to more than 20% of the pipeline that mortgage lenders were originating. And that's up from 18% at the start of the year. 
and 12% from a year ago. Again, in the multiple offer market that we were in beginning of last year and certainly the year before, right? FHA loans and VA loans, the Govy loans, weren't as attractive and certainly weren't as competitive. And I think with the market slowing down that people are willing to do that. And oh, by the way, they can do that with a lower down payment. One of the other things that they announced, widely anticipated announcement, was that they announced a 30 basis point reduction in the annual premium charge to mortgage brokers. So a lot of borrowers are expected to see mortgage insurance premiums reduced to 55 basis points from 85 basis points. And that's about an average of $800 savings for you know about 850,000 homeowners, according to the White House. So that makes those type of loans more attractive both to sellers and to borrowers. And so I think that's a a welcome good news for both. Agreed, Chase. I think we're going to see a more even distribution of these government loans, conventional loans, as the market continues to go down this road. No big surprises there for any of us, I don't think. Interestingly, the housing market welcomed the news of lower mortgage rates last week after four reports showed that the labor market isn't as tight as it seems and that the fear of 1970s entrenched inflation is a lousy narrative. So do you have any thoughts around that? It's lousy, that's for sure, but I don't think that it's inaccurate necessarily, or it being lousy doesn't mean that it's inaccurate. I think there's still a lot of concerns around persistent inflation, frankly, because the numbers show that it's been persisting for some time now. Will it persist as long as it did back in the 70s? Maybe not, but regardless, we have to get a handle on it. And I think that's the bigger concern. One of the pieces of this article, Bruce, that I was most interested in is it talking about the inventory, the housing inventory. Mm-hmm. And actually, it shows that there's been a very slight, very slight inventory increase, seasonal inventory increase, up just a, a very small percentage point, Bruce. And what that means is we have more inventory than we had this time last year but we still have a really, really low amount, about 2.8 months worth of inventory nationally. Well, I thought it was interesting, Chase, that from the week prior, inventory nationwide rose only 823 listings. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, that's not even enough for every market. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, it's a great illustrative point of what everyone's kind of hoping would happen. And by the way, There's a lot of agents out there that were thinking that the normal seasonality would bring a massive wave of inventory. And thus far, right, we're still in the early part of April. That hasn't happened yet. Now, why do you think that is, Bruce? Why are there less home sellers bringing their home to market in the spring selling season than normal, if you were to guess? What we talked about last week, Chase, is we've got a lot of homeowners sitting on sub 3% interest rates on their existing mortgages. And I think a lot of those people are going to be unwilling to give that up unless there's a life event that causes them to do that. I couldn't agree more, Bruce. I mean, you feel like you're going backwards in terms of your rate, at least, and you might be, and that could keep people in their homes, even if they were thinking of moving for longer than maybe they would be otherwise. And I think what's interesting here is we talk about interest rates and the volatility of them. Interest rates are tied to the 10-year yield from the treasury bills, the 10-year treasury and the yield that it does. So as money pours into the bond market, right, as people get nervous about inflation and the volatility of the stock market, they tend to take that money out of the stock market and put it in the bond market. And what that means is as people are buying bonds, the price of bonds goes up 
and the yield drops. And when the yield drops, so do interest rates. What I think we're seeing here, Chase, people are still concerned that we could have a real recession ahead of us. There's one camp that says, oh, we're out of the woods and things are going to be awesome and, you know, we're going to be good. But there is also the other piece that says, look, you know, there are a lot of fundamentals. There are red flags showing up. And it's going to be interesting this week. We see the CPI inflation data and retail sales. So that could drive another volatile pricing week, depending on what data comes out. We've just got to be observant of this. As the investment market looks and says, okay, we're going into recession, you're going to see more money flooding into the treasuries and out of the stock market, which actually could drive interest rates lower. Yep, it'll be interesting to see how that impacts not only borrowers, but also in home sellers deciding that now it's time to sell their house that has some equity in it. Also this week, Chase, new listings plunged 21.8% from a year ago, marking one of the most significant annual drops since the beginning of the pandemic. And that's according to a new analysis of housing inventory by Redfin. In fact, record low inventory has resulted in intense competition among home buyers, even in markets where home sales are floundering. So what are your thoughts around that? It sort of seems like a contradiction. Yeah, I mean, well, total sales are down. Total number of sales are down in the marketplace. And yet the right homes priced correctly are still selling quickly, right? And actually Redfin reported that nearly half are selling within two weeks, So half of the new homes coming to market are selling within two weeks. That means the other half aren't. And I think this demonstrates a key point, Bruce. One of the things that you often remind us of on this podcast, and wisely so, is that the local real estate agent, their business doesn't have to participate in whatever's happening in the market. That's actually up to them and the action that they take. There's more than enough sales in their market to hit any goal that they have. Well, same is true for the home seller. When homes are sitting on the market and experiencing price reductions, yours doesn't actually have to. If you prepare it well for the market, you put the best piece of inventory out there you can, and you price it right from the start, you can actually have a whole lot of competition for your home, regardless of what's happening with inventory. And I think that's what this story is really demonstrating. Yeah, absolutely. The underlying piece here in my mind is that pending home sales are down 19% from where they were a year ago, right? So let, let's just round up. That's 20%, down 20%. That means there's 20% fewer transactions being written. That ultimately leads to 20% less in commission dollars being paid out to realtors. So even though it is still this funky market where you could be in multiple offer situations, certainly in the price points that are selling, as you said, on the homes that are well-prepared, and yet there are fewer commission dollars for more realtors. So this is going to be a challenge for our industry, I think, going forward, certainly in the short term. Without a doubt, Bruce. And if you want to be one of those realtors that's not being impacted negatively with your commission dollars, then you should be the one who's talking to your sellers about pricing it right from the start, preparing the home well, and you could still be the hero bringing potential multiple offers from the buyers that are out there because of what we're seeing with inventory. That's the news you need to know. Don't miss this Friday's Northern Lights episode where we'll interview Bob Dopp with Keller Williams Realty Boise in Boise, Idaho. Thanks again for tuning in with us on The Real Look. This podcast is produced by Marissa Frost. Visit kwnwr.com to access the show notes from today's episode. Head over to Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts to subscribe to The Real Look. 
And don't forget to leave us a review. Thanks again for listening. We'll be back next week with a breakdown of all things real estate.